Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper and with me today <laughs> is a bunch of boring races from the dumb island that where good stories go to die. Perry. Oh, I'm from an island and I don't want to do that. So, uh, Hi, Jesse. Hi. Uh, um, I decided I want. Am I going to get canceled for that? I'm scared. I now. wanted. <laughs> I wanted to. Um, I wanted to do a, a week where I talked about all red characters. So uh, you get to <laughs> you get you get to, you get saddled with uh, Savage Land races. Sa- Savage Land races? Is that what I yep. heard? They're all the people in Savage Land, the different tribes. Um, you know. Oh, you know boy. the really. You know. You know all the tribes in Savage Land that makes. Really good stories. I'm joking. Yes, yes. Let's name them: the Savageers, <sighs> no. the Land Land Landacations. The uh, that's it. That's all. The, the there's only two of them. No, no. There's like nine. <laughs> Don't count too hard, Jesse. <laughs> I can't. I cannot exist as a person right now. So, <laughs> so first, this happens every time I'm on this podcast. Is like your your brain just checks out and your body just keeps moving along. Mm. Oh. And I I love it. I love it so much. It's my favorite thing when I get to hop on this podcast with you and see the slow breakdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so first one we're going to talk talking about is the Air Arian. Wow, Arians. Wow, Arians. But it's like Arians in like A E R I E, but it's still Arians. Still sounds like it's. It still sounds like some Nazi mumbo jumbo. Well, te- well, technically, Arians was a thing that was like a group of. I know, I know, I know, I know. But whatever. Enough here. Here's what they look like. Classic Savage Land creatures. Yep, pirate boots first. I off. guess. I love the pirate boots. Uh, describe it. Uh, but- describe it. Oh, it's uh, okay. So we're looking at basically a stripped down green goblin here uh, without the hood, uh, without the gloves, and topless with a very nice loincloth, and, uh, but still maintaining the green goblin boots and uh, some nice dark green wings to contrast with the lighter, more lime green body color. Yep. Their so base of operations is Arian Sh- Sh- Sharon? Sharon? <laughs> <laughs> no, Sheeran, whatever. I don't care. They're dumb bird people. Um, <laughs> they they have like wings and they can fly because they have wings. Wow. Uh, Yay. The type of government is they're led by that. It's a the technocracy. You know, kind of like what the thing that neoliberals were trying to start, but then it just sl- oh, slides into here we go. It's like just yeah, slides into go, fascism because guess let's what? go back to our pre-show conversation God, about I, uh, the new warriors. But it's led by a chief scientist. <laughs> um, stay with me, Jesse. Stay with me. We're almost there. Uh, no, we're one out of nine. We're not almost there. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, uh, they're. Their level of technology is highly advanced. That beyond uh, a mainstream Earth science, it, uh, of Earth science, and various uh, things, the Aryans adapted uh, and improved upon the surviving Atlantean technology. Wow! Yeah, um, oh. the name of the represent representa- representatives is Lord Madame. Uh, the 
or Tip, and which is the chief scientist and leader. Uh, Bun Quip, uh, the the de- Define, Wind, nailed it. Kim, Fet, and Sep. And uh, they first appeared in Kazar, the Savage, issue number two. Uh, and apparently the Aryans became uh, the principal allies of Kazar and Shanana, or Shannon, the she devil. Um, Shannon. Shannon. Um, in the in Pangea, and was aided them in their war against the Pet- Petrons. The Tetrons. I don't know. Yep. Then we have the Fall People. And this is what they look like. They're like if horses were people, and I don't like. Pretty them. much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. With pinker skin than I anticipated. Yeah. But. I think they're kind of like you know, they have like. A mate, a nice mohawk. They as have well. a mohawk, but also they have like a ponytail, which is why they're horses. Um, but yeah, so their base of operations is a village in the Savage Land. Their special adaptations none. <laughs> uh, their tr- type of government is tribal, led by a chieftain. Uh, and the level of technology is primitive, but they have learned to make weapons and other implements from iron. Uh, the names of representatives are Tonga, which is the chief, uh, Tatia, um, Imul, Shisha, Konsha, Loda, Saak, and, Kup- and Kapa. Uh, they first appeared in Astonishing Tales, issue number three, and uh, Kazar took a particular uh, interest in the Fall People. In their chieftain, uh, Tonga, was his best friend. Most of the fall people were killed and attacked by the sun people. In the extraterrestrials, uh, Kualarian. Yes. So now we have, uh, man-apes. Oh. Yep. They, uh, their base of operations is, uh, the Savage Land. Hmm. By the way, this is not Man Ape who, who, uh, who bathed the blood of a uh, of the sacred white ape, um, and took its skin. Mabaku. Are you sure? Are you sure? No, no. Because they've got the same name. Well, well, no, there's multiple. They look at it. Ah, uh, he just looks like a Neanderthal. It's just a big beefy dude. But he buff. Other guy was a twink. This guy's a bear. <laughs> um, so they have no special <laughs> adaptation. Um, they're they're tribal and highly primitive. They know how to use like simple weapon, and they uh, so like they can make like stone spears and stuff like that, but not much more than that. Their representation, their representative, is named Magor. Magor. And they first appeared in uh, X-Men number 10. The main apes were primitive, savage cave dwellers that have not yet evolved to true human beings. In fact, it is more likely that they are not members of the species Homo sapiens. Um, They are like the... They were the first human-like beings native to Earth who inhabited the savage lands. Atlantean scientists used them as subjects in experiments... In, by which they created the various non-human races of uh, Pan, uh, Pangea, 
the members of the tribe of Magor is said to have been the last the living man apes in the Savage Land. Kazar killed the last uh, male man apes of his of this tribe, except for Magor himself. Cool. Um, then we have the uh, Lamuran, L- Lamurans, Lamurans, L- Lamurians, Lamurans. Go with your heart here, Jesse. Uh, look, look at this. Dude. It's just, it, it's a dude. It's a dude. He's got a mullet. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of mullets going on. So, uh, so yeah, they live in Lamora. This is not Lemuria. It's really close. It's not the rival kingdom to Atlantis. Huge distinction. Yep. Huge there's, there's distinction. No there's no I. There's no yeah. I in this. Don't get confused. I mean, you're going to get at least 50 points off on your uh, geography exam you're gonna if be you're like, not careful. Who's the king of Lemuria? In Lamora, uh, Lamora, and you'd be like, "Oh, it was Kang." And also, come on, Jesse, remember the other Atlanteans you don't like? Kang and Lila. Mm-hmm. Lila, she has a pot leaf on her on her belt thing. Uh, oh, really? Orca took over briefly. Yeah, whatever. Um, so. They live in Lamora, which is a area of a section of Pangea known as uh, Zahan. Um, they have no special adaptations. They are a monarchy. Uh, they have comparable technology to that of medieval Europe. Um, the cultural traits is that they are tied. That they have strong loyalty to the monarch, uh, which is the Queen Leanne. And then there's also Ular and uh, Common. And they first appeared in Khazar the Savage, issue number one. And uh, Lemurians are longtime allies of the Aryans and lo- uh, longtime foes, the Petrons, the lame Lemurians, suggest that the Lemurians might be descendants of the human denizens of pre cataclysmic Lemuria. See, they're tied, but not the same. Um, <laughs> perhaps the Lemurian's uh, ancestor settled in uh, Pangea to escape the tyranny of the Deviants, who had conquered Lemuria. Queen uh, Leanne of Lemuria is an enemy of Khazar and Shannon, or Shannon, no, 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 Shanna, the she devil. Shanna, no, 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 no. Um. So yeah, now we have the uh, the tetrons. Um, uh, they're just pterodactyls that are also humans, I guess. Like imagine, imagine Ish. like like a real buff, uh, like anthro, a buff pterodactyl. Yeah, with so <laughs> many muscles. Um, <laughs> they they live in the caverns of of Athmeth, uh beneath Pangea. They're special adaptations. They can fly because they are pterodactyls. Right. Yeah. They have a monarchy. They have a low level of technology. Uh they're the king of the pet tetrons is Kath and then uh Fangor, but with a PH. Fangor with PH. Or Tangor. 
Like because like the P, which is supposed to be, which is which is silent, in in pterodactyl. Um, they first appeared in Kazar the Savage issue number two. The origins of the, the pet, uh, Tetron race is unknown. Presumably, the Tetrons were created through genetic engineering by the Atlantean scientists. It is possible, however, that Tetrons may originate in a manner similar to the means of which Carl. Uh, Lycos became the pterodactyl-like Sauron. Recently, the Tetrons lost a locked, lo, lo, launched a war against the Aryan, which ended in much of the Tetron race uh, killed in a cave-in. Ooh, I mean, that's... Grim. <sighs> so interesting. <laughs> um, then we have the Sun People. Ah, oh, yes. They don't look like they get a lot of sun. They're very pale. Oh, so pale with Thor's helmet. They got a lot of exposed skin to be that pale. Yeah, and like they have like this weird like partial breastplate thing going on. Like just space Which in protects, I mean, maybe, you know, two thirds of their body. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so their their base of operations is the Sun Empire within the Savage Land. They have no special adaptations. They are ruled by a priestess queen. They also have low technology. And the priestess queen is uh, Zaladina. Uh, Zaladina? Zaladini? Zaladina? Zalad and Zaladin. And they first appeared in Astonishing Tales, issue number three. The Sun People were most the most powerful grouping of sentient beings within the Savage Land which they established a small empire uh, through conquest and conquering the other people uh, in the other lands. The sun uh, people believed that they did honor to their sun god, Garak. Uh, their, their leader, the priestess queen, Saladin, uh, Saladin, I'm going to say that, was a priestess who twice attempted to conquer all of the savage land and once allied herself with a human being who took out the who took the appearance of grok <sighs> okay so now we have a uh, swamp you sound so defeated already. now we I'm have sorry. swamp men <laughs> look at it um look at it all right a hairy dude loincloth and um a lord farquad haircut you got it. You got it. Like, <laughs> you got it. You, you, um, so they live in the swamplands. Wow. <laughs> I would have never guessed. <laughs> Could have fooled me. <laughs> uh, they have no special adaptation. I mean, I would say that they're very hairy. That's an adaptation. That is an adaptation for sure. They're going to live peacefully and comfortably through the winter. Uh, their level of technology. Well, sorry. They have a tribal government but their level of technology is that of europe's dark ages and highly skilled in uh, devising weaponry um their representatives is the savage land mutates who were subjected to the mutation by artificial means i covered the savage land mutates did you cut were you on that one no i was not okay whatever i did the savage land mutates they were they were definitely was, a thing. Yeah. I was on um I was on Dead Week. 
but I was also on what I would call Dumb Week, where it was just <laughs> really bad characters. Do you remember that? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of really dumb characters. <laughs> uh, so they first appeared in X-Men number 10. Um, and the Swap Men were continual enemies of Kazar for much of their known history. Swap Men worshipped uh, Umbu, a giant robot constructed by the alien Statuarian. And uh, so we have uh, tree people next. Look at this guy. Pervert. That's, that's what a, he is. Pervert. That's a tree person? Yep. Look at that pervert. Yeah, he he looks yeah, yeah. He looks a little rapey. Yeah. I'm gonna say more of a, like not rapey but pervert. Um the uh the their base of oper they it's just a dude with like a tail, that's all. And a very flowy blouse. Um <laughs> uh, so they go to uh Botor, a treetop village in Pangea. Uh they they're special adaptations, they have prehensile tails that are long. They are also tribal. They can. They have low technology and capable of making primitive weapons. Uh, their representatives are Melee, uh, Leia, Paru, and Jerka. And they first appeared in Kazar the Savage, issue number 13. And uh, Shanna was briefly married to uh, Melee, uh, one of the tree people. Presumably the tree people were created through genetic engineering by Atlantean scientists. And then we have the last. We have the last one, and these okay. actually showed up fairly recently. Really, it, before Secret Empire, uh, before Secret Wars. Uh, oh, they are the zebra people. I don't remember them, but I like the boots. Oh, uh, one of them. I think one of them beca- uh, was part of the FF as well. Interesting. They were not. I mean, the Future Foundation. I mean, but uh, oh, briefly. Oh, okay. Uh, but they were um, just very, very smart, like a super genius. And they're just like, let's take, let's take that dumb, let's take that kid out. All these dumb people. <laughs> but yeah, so the zebra people. Uh, they live in the swampland area of the Savage Lands. Um, they have no special adaptation, even though they're. Oh, are they? I don't know. They have a tribal government. They have low techno- uh, technology capable of making primitive weapons. They have uh, Karn and Sharka as representatives. And they first appeared in Kazar Lord of the Jungle, issue number 12. Uh, they're also known as the Swamp Tribe. The Zebra People are a racially integrated... Uh, society made up of both ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh no no I hate this you got what? this you got how this Jesse we... how we almost got through without a racism oh no we almost got through without a racism hit the racism bell everybody it's oh, time for God. the racism hour of alphabet flight from Marvel Comics we almost got through without a racism okay <laughs> Okay. It's okay. Take your time. Remember, a... it was a different time. No, 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 no. It's no, this is liberal racism, which makes it even almost worse. Oh no. <laughs> so, uh they are integrated, racially integrated society made up of both whites and blacks. 
<sighs> perhaps in a part to de-emphasize the racial differences, the members of the zebra people wore makeup over their bodies in the form of stripes. The white zebras, the white zebra what? people wore black stripes, and the black zebra wore white stripes. <sighs> I, why? Why liberal racism? <laughs> it's it's like lame too. Like you could have at least like made like a cool threat or something. Made a threat or be like, wow, these are uh, or whatever. Look how different they. Are. No, it's like it's like what <sighs> man. Tough stuff, man. Tough stuff. It's like with like rich white people wear like embroidered like uh, embroidered uh. Sorry, rich white women wear embroidered uh like hip hop lyrics on like cashmere sweaters. You know, like like that level. It's, yeah, I get I get you. I get you. It's not even like the worst type of racism, it's just the most annoying kind. It is very <laughs> annoying. It is very annoying. It's just like like at least I can understand like I don't understand, but I can like see where you're coming from at being like a dumb racist <laughs> if you just hate someone but then like it's just like hey i don't see color so let's do something dumb and symbolic yeah that was definitely one of my most interesting episodes i've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> that was something else i would say at the very least you know if you were looking for uh, uh for some cultural differences and the the ability to integrate into different societies, head to the Savage Land, where uh, you might get killed. So, or or your story is going to grind to a halt, and then people are going to forget about you forever. Yeah, and we would like to thank our sponsor for this uh, this episode, the Tourism Department at Savage Land. Uh, you can go find out all of their you know opportunities to go and hang out with all of the the different races and people. At the Savage Land. So just head to savageland.co.sv and you'll be able to find more information about the Savage Land. So, Jesse, back to you. I have no hope left in the world, so I'm just going to cede my time to myself and say, All right. This is, uh, this has been Alphabet Flight and, uh, good night. Bye forever. Okay. Bye bye, everybody. (laughs)